1: are you kidding me that's what yeah every so often it happens that ryan is right 100% right not even a little <laughs> bit right tucker Pullman two points last game no kidding my man hey
0: neither does me running shirtless but that turned out very well it, so. <laughs> it, 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 that. welcome to the pp1 podcast oh we're back wow that was really loud <laughs> that was like really holy smokes how do i something, turn this thing something. Wow. yeah would you say Come you're in.
1: like 12 and i'm at 18 but somehow the I'm higher numbers
0: coming higher. in hot holy piss uh wow that's that that's gonna shake me a little bit that's okay though that's okay we, we're gonna adjust on the fly like we always do a little bit later than normal man that is really loud okay we're gonna turn that down that's a little bit better that's a little bit more manageable wow 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 i'm, so, I'm sorry i'm sorry everybody Welcome to the PP One Podcast. We're on the Dean Blendill Network. I'm joined by a very good friend of mine. You've seen him on previous episodes. In fact, every previous episode. Ted Wong. Welcome to the show, Ted. Good day, yeah,
1: man. Good to be here. Get a little bit going after a little bit of a hiatus. It feels like we uh, probably should have gone earlier in the week, but we were all a little bit busy. So yeah.
0: it was an interesting. It was an interesting week. We've already gone over on our football show how. Mm-hmm. Uh, you chose to get a Brazilian over being on our football show at a regular scheduled time. I hope uh, the stubble hasn't been bugging you too much this week.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay, gonna make it. Good.
0: We're leaving it at that. We're leaving it. Yeah. At that. that's cool. That's and cool. then
1: we, we 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 ditched last night. So we didn't go last night because I went to Wakanda Forever.
0: Was it oh, good? It was good. It was was good. It? Yeah. Okay. I liked it. Yeah. Like
1: musty It was late. Like, it was nicely done. You know, I liked it better than the first one. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: That's a statement. The first one was pretty good.
1: Yeah, so I got uh, I got like a couple people were like uh, it was like a six point five, and I thought and like here. the first Black Panther was like a six point five, and this was like an eight for me.
0: You're like Academy Award. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I I threw out some shots right before the show here to Dan and uh, Bert from Books and Body Checks, as I'm sure mm-hmm. everybody's seen. Said we're gonna try and knock them off the mountain this week.
1: Body. Body checks and books and body body bucks and books and body checks and yeah.
0: How long do you think they last? Like how long? It's tough hope, to do a podcast.
1: I hope a while.
0: Like it's it had a strong start. I found, but I mean it's that's tough to. I mean even look at like Cast and, and and Juice right. They had their podcast and they couldn't even make that last. And everybody was tuning in
1: yeah i just yeah. think that those guy's probably had bigger things going on
0: maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey do you want to do a podcast i kind of have hockey night in canada to do tonight what no, do you
1: got i haven't uh, like i haven't listened to is like speakeasy for a little while okay are our boys still doing that or they straight, are I, straight just a couple weeks ago
0: team. yeah a couple uh, i think i checked out a couple weeks ago I've been bonkers busy. I know you have. You're building a washer and dryer set or like the standees today. It's from
1: scratch, I'm just building a washer and dryer set from scratch.
0: Did you like the IKEA model? It's
1: it's open source. All the schematics are available online. <laughs>
0: it's like the it's like the Tesla pattern. Hey, if you guys can if you guys can make this better, you know, I'm gonna allow for it. So uh that, that sounded like a fun day. You were actually an hour early for this. Hey, are you ready to jump on? Actually, we're gonna go at eight o'clock. Oh, cool. Neat. Oh, cool, okay. cool. Cool, cool, cool,
1: cool, 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 cool that's that's swell
0: cool. cool. so we're gonna try to knock those guys off um you, it might I, be I, impossible
1: I, they're really good yeah enjoy both of those guys
0: i feel we've already come in strong with my microphone being way out of whack to start so i i feel that editing can put us over the top D- have you been on twitter uh much this week i haven't okay so did yeah, you I, miss I, like the whole twitter verification thing yeah so I'll, I'll do a quick little recap here so the, the notes the mr musk mm for short he uh opened up pay to be verified for nine dollars a month i think eight in the states you can imagine how well that went
1: how did the verification work before
0: uh you basically had to submit i think like a form or something like that and that you're a public figure or something anyway it is what it is. It's just guys
1: with like 500 followers that are verified.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know the exact process. I think Twitter blue, you can get verified anyway. So he opens this up. Obviously you're going to see that nobody's the fake accounts all get verified. Cause if you can just pay $9, this is a pretty ugly place. Twitter. <laughs> <So, laughs> you like,
1: so, It's like a tough month. So you're not verified. Yeah. Like so you have a th- tough month, but then you have a good month and you're like, okay, I got an extra nine bucks can afford so- the Twitter verification and uh, the, the paprika flavored corn chips.
0: Yeah. 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 Pretty much. So uh like Connor McDavid, I don't, I can't remember if it was, if someone hacked his account or if there was a fake one, but basically tweeted out and it had a verification. So I, th- I think it was a fake one that he was being traded to the Islanders and he enjoyed his time in Edmonton. And like it, this was on like Tuesday. <laughs> so it got even worse than that. There was just all these people getting verified and parody accounts and it was just getting to be a mess. So Elon called a kibosh on like that. How could lap-
1: you not like foresee something like that happening? Remember back in the day when everybody was like, <laughs> like if you were, if you were like the Bob father, right? You were like Mackenzie. Yeah. And you're you're on there like breaking trades and stuff on there. And then you like you would just go and you would do like a McKenzie account, but like put the real in front of it. Mm -hmm. And that was how everybody thought you were real at that time. Yeah. So now we've we've leveled up. Now I can be Connor McDavid for the simple cost of nine dollars a month.
0: And which is so along
1: with hundreds of other Connor McDavids.
0: Exactly. There are there's so many of them, especially out out east. So. Anyway, he, he kiboshed that because obviously, and now it's back to regular regular scheduled programming on Twitter for now. He's like fired a ton of people. Like anyway, I'm not going to get into the whole Twitter thing, but it was pretty funny. There's been some, I think, uh, like everyone's talking like, yeah, I'm going to go get go get verified, and I think because more people can see your tweets, you can have longer like ten minute videos, which maybe we invest in.
1: <laughs> what's the What's the worst we, that could happen?
0: Exactly how. I mean really it's just the internet. It's not like the, yeah, whole what's world what's the worst that could happen. So anyway. Probably nothing. Probably nothing. I bet it's probably harmless at best. So that was the whole Twitter thing. Um, they opened it and closed it like the Canucks playoff chances this year. They're up and down pretty quickly. So unfortunately our Vancouver Canucks uh I mean they're verified, but they're also a professional sports team. So um We'll get into normal Canucks in a bit. I should note if you guys want to comment along on our YouTube channel or Facebook Live, by all means, welcome, come and chat with us. Bert, Dan, if you guys feel that you can, uh, you can hold up your end of the bargain. By all means, you can come on in and have a chat. We'd be more than happy to have you. Um,
1: Speaking of the Canucks, I, yes, they sent gonna... me my they sent me my free tickets to uh, the Minnesota Wild game, December tenth. Oh, so okay,
0: I... so. i know about this story let's dial it back a second Mm -hmm. so you told me this and i'm again beyond excited for you so fill everybody in on what happened because i don't think anybody actually knows
1: so i dressed up as a lumberjack for halloween Mm -hmm. and you retweeted it and tagged me in a canucks post and then uh they reached out to me and they were like hey like Really appreciate your support. Thanks for being a fan. We'd like to offer you two tickets to a Canucks game and then give me a list of like, uh, oh, a reverse retro game specifically. So they gave me a list of like, you know, six games or seven games to go to. So we selected one and yeah, man, they sent me the tickets and we got them printed yesterday. So I'll officially send out a little thank you tweet and yeah.
0: And I think, and you won a jersey too, didn't you? No. Oh, they didn't give you the jersey? No. That
1: sucks. It's totally cool. I'm going to a Canucks game. Hey, hey, hey.
0: Hey, we're gonna make sure that happens. <laughs> you, you wait, like it would be really nice to have a reverse retro jersey for this reverse retro game. I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna call some people. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna make this happen. So, sorry, which game were you using? Minnesota.
1: Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota. Oh,
0: Minnesota. Eh? Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun.
1: I watch Fargo before I go. Probably
0: you should do that and the entire series, which will take you about six months. So maybe don't do that.
1: And Mighty Ducks because.
0: Just for oh, because well, of the Minnesota vibe,
1: the Mall of Minneapolis. Yeah,
0: gotcha. That, that's that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um, we'll get into current Connect stuff in a second, but this is an important weekend. We've chatted about this before. The Sadines and Roberto mm-hmm. Luongo will be inducted on Monday to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Now, again, I know you haven't been on Twitter, so you probably didn't know this. Henrik got COVID this weekend, or or recently. And so he wasn't able to be at like the festivity stage, just Daniel and, and Roberto, which was actually a hilarious clip about mm-hmm. when they found out they got the call and Daniel's like, yeah, actually I was in Sweden and I was actually in the bathroom and Roberto goes, I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> so never, never one to shy away. Yes, Yeah. So Henrik wasn't there for the festivities today. I think the Leafs game, they have like the, you know, the game that, that normally gets played. I, even though I think it's supposed to be tomorrow. But anyway, they had like Bjorg Selming there today and Sittler, and it was a big deal. Yeah. So um, Luongo gets his ring. Again, Daniel gets his ring. If Henrik, for whatever reason, can't be there Monday, let's just say he's still testing positive. Does he make the Hall of Fame, actually?
1: I I, I think he's going to be okay.
0: You think they're not going to delay it, and maybe like it's like a BX thing, like oh, I'm just waiting for COVID to be over, and then I'll go in as a Canuck. So, like, could you imagine that he doesn't actually go in, and it is the joke that we all talked about that Daniel goes in first, like
1: one and not the other. Yeah,
0: <laughs> wouldn't that be like, yeah. who saw this one coming? Wouldn't have that been the angle? Hey, like, that yeah, you may funny. have been
1: born first, but I went ring first.
0: I like that. I like that. Maybe we won't retweet that clip. That feels that feels like we'd probably lose a few opportunities for interviews down the road. So anyway, kind of cool. Obviously, Roberto the Sadines. They look and great too. Yeah, they, they do. Look,
1: they still look like both of them. Like the, actually, both of them. Like it's two people, but it's actually three. They all three of them look great. Like they could still be playing.
0: How uh, do you know Henrik wasn't there? No, he was. He was.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm going to make an assumption that he looks like okay. Daniel.
0: That's fair. I mean, they are pre- former professional athletes. I'm sure they probably just haven't like fallen off the face of the earth physically. Well, so
1: it happens. They're in the public spotlight, though.
0: I mean, the Sedins are on the ice a lot with the Abbotsford Canucks and stuff. So, so they're they're you know, they're, they're keeping up to date with, and I'm sure they could still probably own the gross grind with it with the best of them too. I'm I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Yeah. So uh, I, I did reach out to everybody before the show and I just said, you know, any questions and brought up the hockey all famous stuff. Uh, our good friend, Gary at move. He said, uh, Luongo in the rafters, which obviously means retired. No, jersey. We've, we've had, we've had this conversation. So he said, keep Kirk, captain Kirk in the ring of honor, but Luongo gets the treatment. Now, I mean that's a no-brainer. Obviously, one beyond outperformed the other. Is our let's redo this quickly? Is Luongo Jersey retirement? Yeah, Uh material
1: unequivocally. Okay, it's it's such a no-brainer. Like, yeah, everything that he that would that would be like throwing it in the discussion of the twins being like he's that he's he's almost that important, right? I mean. Arguably, he might have done more for this franchise. Fuck, people are going to kill me for this. He might have done more for this franchise than Burray. Oh, likely. Like, I mean, but the, the, the fact that... I don't even know if Buray was a no-brainer for people back when it happened. I can't really remember.
0: But, I think... Well, I mean, look how many people wore 10 after he was gone.
1: Oh, yeah. Like... like a few. A few.
0: Ryan Johnson, Brad May, uh, to name a couple anyway.
1: Yeah. Those are not. I I can't see it not being him not being the guy, like honestly. I I was thinking
0: about this. Like, I had a couple minutes before we started, and I I was trying to do like a a quick think, which is how I think. And I was like, number, like the number one just bugs me seeing that retired just because it's such a general number. You know what I mean? Like, how many goalies are number one? And then I started thinking when he he mentioned McLean about the Ring of Honor thing. And then I just started thinking, like, could I imagine, and I, we've had this conversation, could I imagine another Canuck wearing number one and not thinking about Luongo? Like, and I don't think I could. And I think at the end of the day, I, they, the team celebrates mediocrity because they've never won anything aside from a handful of personal trophies and some president's trophies, which is great, but they're not the Stanley Cup. I think at the end of the day, if they've put in Buray, they've put in Linden, they put in Stan and the Sadines. I mean, the Sadines have outperformed everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I wasn't before, if I was a Ring of Honor guy, I think I am, I've moved over to the Jersey retirement side. I think yeah.
1: That's I, I, and so it surprises me that you were even thinking about being on the other side. Um, I, yeah, I do all-time franchise wins leader. The, the 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 record he doesn't hold is games played. Obviously, that's held by McLean, but he's got you know forty more wins than Captain Kirk. Um, you go down the list a little bit. You see number five all-time wins leader, Jacob Markstrom. You go a little further down, number seven all-time wins leader. Currently playing Thatcher Demko. Like this for all of the the spoils of riches that we've had in the last like I would say fifteen years. Yeah. Right there, there, there is not like there is not just this like complete embarrassment of riches of goaltenders that have like had long established careers here. Right, I mean, no. number nine on the list is Corey is Corey Schneider. He's above Glenn Hanlon, who's a little bit of a Canucks legend himself. Yeah. And number eleven is Alex Ald at thirty nine wins. Right, like there's not the it's, bar's
0: it's, not it's, high, and then it just spikes. Yeah. yeah,
1: and it's so far above and beyond what Loewangoek has accomplished, like. That there's just no way that he can't be added to the Ring of Honor. Not to mention the fact that he's, you know, a Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah, that doesn't hurt.
1: So I don't know how you could be good enough for the NHL, but
0: not good enough for the Canucks.
1: Not the Canucks jersey.
0: But that, that's so Canucks, though. That would be so Vancouver. It would be very it? on brand, yeah. Like it's it is so on brand for the Canucks, because I mean the the big debate again, obviously, is McGillney. I think uh it'd be nice to see McGillney in there. But again, whether he cares or not. I don't know that's that's a yeah, tough it's hard one. to
1: know if, hard to know if they care
0: because there's some guys like you know what I did what I did and you know what you, you've moved on for me and I can move on for... like maybe it's just one of those things it's not as big of a recognition as it is maybe they've just moved on completely it's not like baseball yeah. where you only get like 10 chances and then that's it oh 20 so, chances. Stupid. so but at stupid. the same did time I, did I, I mean like
1: the, the Dave Steve video yeah did you watch it all like all three parts they're, they're long. Saw, like, it's like, it's like three hours worth of
0: I probably saw like, I don't know, half hour of the first one.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's Rude. but and but, you know, we you can get into like Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and all those guys. And I don't know, I'm still a it doesn't have to be Hall of Fame or anything. But I mean, they still hit the home runs. They still did. You can say they were juicing all you want, which they were still hit the home runs. So that's where I stand. I mean, it happened. You can't tell I me know. I didn't see it.
1: That was the era of baseball, man. Like,
0: Yeah, it was awesome.
1: I've eased up on that stance a little bit too. Like, Everybody was juicing.
0: Yeah, I love it. Including the pitchers. Yeah.
1: The best juiced pitchers in the world were playing the best juiced batters in the world. Like,
0: One of them was Eric Gagne, the old, like, Mr. Save yeah. King himself. Like, He was an absolute monster on the mound.
1: Yeah.
0: And then he got caught. Yeah. You know. It happens. It happens. Let's get into normal connect stuff, because I feel there's plenty going on. You, right after we finished last week, I get upstairs after I'm done doing all the podcast stuff. we upstairs, because we were watching... Uh, what was the game last week? Was it Seattle? No. No. Who did, who did he get the hat trick against?
1: Uh, that's a good question. Let me...
0: We like our connect so much that it's huh. been a week and we've completely who, brainwashed.
1: who did who did he get the Hattie against?
0: This is where we need more viewers on the show so they can call us out right away, so we don't have to do this the deep dive.
1: Who? Yeah, where's was the game? Was it uh,
0: Saturday? Thursday it was Anaheim. It was not Anaheim or New Jersey. No, that's wrong. It was Anaheim. Was it Anaheim? It was Anaheim. Yeah, it yeah. was the one
1: with all the goals. It was Anna. It was
0: bonkers, right? So we do our little clip. We're we're recording, and I again I brought it up. It was just a, a point of of talking that we could talk about about hat tricks. Sure did you enough, roll
1: the clip?
0: Well, I rolled it. I didn't roll it here. It's been on Twitter for a week already. So I, I been on
1: Twitter for a week. Is what happens.
0: Oh yeah, so I did play it. So <laughs> I edited it like immediately. Had it done. I have to do them on my phone, so edited immediately pumped it out there. I'm like, my man Ted got it, that like, and I asked you after. I wanted the honest, honest truth, and because sometimes you could, have, because I wasn't watching, right? I didn't. It wasn't on my TV, so you could have said, "Oh yeah, I already knew," and that's why I picked. But we were talking about Bo and Cosmico. I had it in the rundown. Sure enough, Cuzmeco yep. scores a Hattie. You call it on the day we're talking about it, which again, totally organic. I love it so well, he had then.
1: just bagged his like he had just bagged his first goal
0: it, that's right so game. i mean like, we,
1: were, we were just talking he scored his first goal
0: he's as eligible as anybody else
1: yeah i mean you can you can you can pull it if you really want to but i feel like i yeah.
0: got that one. yeah i i was impressed so like i said i didn't have a star or anything for you. like we talked about last week i didn't think i'd have to pony up so quickly but uh, I'll, I'll get you at some point so that was pretty I'm, awesome I'm that was pretty awesome um, but they've, I mean, they beat Ottawa and then they go and lose to Montreal. Things are getting pretty, pretty dicey for the Canucks again. Uh, Rutherford go, comes out on 650 this week and basically throws the coach and kind of the team under the bus a little bit. Uh, I had an interesting point here. So, is there a point where Rutherford actually walks and says, I actually quit? Everybody's talking about coaches getting fired. Everybody's talking about players getting traded. Does he look at this and think, you know what? I went into the wrong situation, and I want out. You, I, I'm serious.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I guess it's it's more possible here than anywhere else, simply because Alvin is 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 stated right now as GM. Yeah, like I don't know if I don't know what the official like. Are they joint? GMs are they duo? Like, do they is he on right. as, like a GM consultant? Is he on the job training? Like, it wouldn't because it's more did, Rutherford
0: than Alvin, right?
1: Yeah, like I think if, if things are going well, Rutherford's leaving on his own terms. But if things are going poorly, he's probably leaving on his own terms too. I don't think he's going to be fired. No,
0: that's what I was saying. I right? think so, no, yes. no. But
1: at any point, even if things go bad, or yeah. or even if things were so good and they were on a you know fifteen game winning streak, I don't. He might be like, yo my work here is done." Peace out. It's all Patrick from here, right? So, I mean, I guess it's possible that he just up and quits, but I don't think it's for the reasons you're thinking.
0: I just, I look at this and I think he he doubles down on, you know, kind of, or, well, he didn't double down on anything. He doubled down on what he said he was going to do, which he didn't. So now they're talking about the exact same things Benning was talking about a year ago, and that they're going to have to go younger. They're going to have to acquire draft picks and uh what was the third thing younger draft picks and oh my goodness team speed and cap space
1: cap space team speed draft picks yeah so
0: those are all the same things we heard and then he talks about how it was tough to trade jt miller in the off season and that's you know that's why they like he's going through the same same cycle of things we've already heard and then you look at this team right now and again i still think the team is better than what they're showing right now they're in some absolute mental funk like it's that's how losing streaks go that's how you know those dark clouds yeah, kind of go people
1: get loose people get used to losing man
0: like, mm-hmm. yeah and it's just it, everybody gets complacent and it's that's human nature i don't care so if you're a professional athlete or not
1: what does he what does he do then like if he does leave and says like that's it i'm out of here like okay what like
0: well he's in his 70s you're,
1: you're leaving now because it's oh, it was like, it was so much harder than I thought it was going to be. Or like, oh man, like, I don't like the coach. Well, you re-signed him. Like, oh, I'm not thrilled about this roster. I'm like, well, you knew what the roster was before you got on here. Like, oh, I can't make any trades. I'm like, you knew what this was before you took part in it. Mm -hmm. So I don't, you you already doubled down on half of what you were planning on doing. You made some good moves. You made some not great moves. You don't like the idea that you're, sort of handcuffed to the situation and what types of moves you even can make. Like that's how did you not know any of that before you were walking into the job? So if he leaves based on the fact that like, I quit, it's too hard, like whatever, get get lost, then go. I don't think that's what's going on here. Uh, I just
0: think we've been looking at the other angles for so long. Like maybe it's, maybe it is I, again, and then maybe that's a little harsh because as a president, It'd be one thing for like the GM to go first, but we haven't even, we really haven't even seen Patrick Alveen be the guy. Like it so. is, it's a Rutherford thing, which isn't, I mean, the fact that it's someone is a lot better than no one. It's not the coach talking about organizational things. But I don't know. I think things have hit, they've hit a funk pretty quickly again this season, which doesn't been surprise. A for any. a long time, there's like, yeah, it doesn't, supri- in a funk. doesn't surprise anybody which is kind of funny as we go into a Hall of Fame weekend with the Sedins and Luongo think how good things were and then the complete opposite of how bad things are right now. It's, it's not good. So they go and they get absolutely embarrassed against Montreal. They win. A, if I don't even know if you saw the Ottawa game. It looked awful until the third period. Like It was unwatchable. I was just laughing. Like This game is terrible. And then somehow they pulled off at the end. Mm-hmm. It was just, I mean, that was Tuesday. So as her, the grade six camp out kind of thing they're doing at uh garden lake in in January. So she's super excited. So we're going to this parent meeting. The game was just terrible. I'm like, good. I'm going to wait till the intermission. Maybe something happens. If not, we're out of here. Sure enough, we'll go away. Come back. Things are slowly starting to trickle back as, cause I was like, I don't even want to see this game anymore. I come back. And it's getting better very, 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 very slowly. And sure enough, they pulled off And in the third, like Stadnika scores. And it was just one of those games where like, wow, this game went from just like catastrophic trash to, you know, a win. And then they're hoping to carry that over to Montreal. And then they get absolutely pasted against Montreal. Like it wasn't close. They had Blanc or however you say his last name, Annette, for Montreal. He had given up, I think, in his previous games. He had like a five goals against and like a just minute save percentage against the Canucks. Like it was the kind of game where the Canucks could actually put two games together and actually build a little bit of momentum going to the weekend. Now they're going to Toronto, Hockey Night Canada. Everybody's watching. Like what happens? Is this team going to...
1: They're going to walk into TO and they're going to shit stomp the Leafs and everything's going to look great. Put a like, veil over eyes. What is going on with Toronto? Can't believe they lost to Vancouver. I feel That's like the exact the same thing. The exact same thing happened last year. There's it was like yeah. that meme going around where like the guy goes to go like pull a knife on like the store owner, and then the store owner just pulls a shotgun on the guy trying to rob him.
0: He'd call the cops, but for you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or the
1: And then they'll head off to Boston, and then they'll get shit stomped by Boston.
0: And the and cycle then, and,
1: Yeah, and then they'll lose a game to Buffalo that they should win. Uh, this, it's this it's is just so it's it, I mean it I'm not like being down on them, I'm only I'm only sort of just playing off this whole like wolfly inconsistent vibe that's got going on right now for sure.
0: It's because just frustrating. Games. It they should be. It's just it's so frustrating because, and I don't know maybe we bought in or some of us bought in on this new look, Canucks this new management the new coach. You know, Bruce, there it is. You know, maybe, you know, worst case scenario is we keep JT Miller and trade him after the next season. They sign him instead to a long-term deal. Bull Horvat's without a contract. You know, we get Kazmanko. so there's a flash in there. He's clearly going to hopefully re-sign with the Canucks, or we'd like him to. Thatcher your Demko looks terrible. Quinn Hughes looks good. Patterson looks good. Besser said he's going to score 30. That may not happen. Bo could score 40. He doesn't have a contract. There's so many ups and downs on this team. And I can't figure it out. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to be excited for. And I don't know how down I should be on this team. Because we've gone through, we're in year four of our show. <laughs> which is awesome. I mean, thanks for thanks for sticking around. Appreciate it.
1: We did it.
0: Subtle plug. And yet it's been the exact same problem the entire time. It's been the exact same problem four years prior to the show starting. And yet they're no further along. No. There's There's nothing. The bubble year was as close as anything was. And they couldn't even replicate that. They got rid of anyone that got them there. Like, they went all in on what looked like a new a new era, but it wasn't even a rebuild. It was just a new era. Like, yeah, we're just going to get rid of these guys. That's it. No Foley, no Edler, no Tanev, no Markey, which, again, you know, Thatcher Demko, great option there. But, you know, we don't have the shutdown defenseman. We don't have... You know, a guy that clearly fit in on this roster and would have loved to stay had great chemistry with a handful of players, and now we're talking about. I mean, Tanner Pearson the other day he's out on the IR for like four to six weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. Like we
0: what are we doing? Like this it's dire right here. now.
1: Yeah, it's dire for sure. And so it's been the same for a long time. There was like a a minuscule bump where it was like the good time guys Just mm-hmm. for a little bit.
0: Sure. Yeah. So what happens? Like, what do you think happens? Because I mean it almost feels like they're at where the whole Travis Green, Jim Benning situation was without, you know, the years building up to it. Now it's it hasn't even been a calendar year. Like what do you think happens?
1: I think if you're if you're a vet on this team and you're not Peterson Hughes, Demco. And that's probably it. Then in like, I'm making trades, man.
0: I think they I, need to. I just
1: think you have to. I think something has to be changed. Like the team dynamic needs to be different.
0: Why can't and they go I, to I, Rangers route?
1: Yeah. Why can't they? I just. I, again, we always hear these rumors of like you not given permission to rebuild. You know, that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's hard to know because none of us are privy to it, how much influence or what direction they're being told they have to take. Right. You know, so there's always, we don't know, we don't know. There's always that part of it. Right. But like, man, I would be fire sale. I would be stripping things down, starting over, gutting everything, keeping a couple of things in place. And if those people don't want to be in place for it, either, then I'm selling for a King's ransom and I'm starting over, like. Truly, I'm starting over. I feel like we're already on the verge of burning whatever window is there for guys like Pedersen and Hughes anyways. Yeah. Just people will hate this. People will hate me for this. But like start start it over.
0: And I the, the thing is, and here's the honest truth, I think most real fans, not the tuning in for a couple games here and there. Oh, I love the Canucks, they're my favorite team, grew up loving them. The well, people same. That are- <laughs> Well, yeah <laughs> I, I, I think if you look at the people that are invested in this team, I mean, look at how many podcasts started because of this stupid team. Look at all the coverage that that they get. I mean, the Canucks are a major sports market. They have their own unique ecosystem. We get it. We get where the team is at. We get that things are bad. We've seen where they were amazingly good. And we're seeing, you know, we see the the final product of, of why, you know, Hall of Fame players in there, guys like Bieksa being on Hockey Night in Canada. He's going to be a lock there forever. So we've seen that team move on. We've seen that team graduate. And everything that's there now, we look and think, okay, other teams have gone this route that aren't the Canucks. The Canucks aren't the most important team. We just think they are. But you look at what the Rangers did. You look at what Montreal's done. You look at what even Ottawa's doing. What Ottawa's doing right now. And why do we think the Canucks are so special that they can't do it? And then if it happened, I mean, I would be the first person to be excited. I'll be front row and center because I get it. I want to see this team win again. I'm okay with breaking down and losing. And I can't believe I'm saying this. Well, I can believe it. But we probably didn't think, you and I, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I don't think there was a realistic possibility that they'd be playing for Connor Bedard this year. I just don't think they were going to be that bad. And yet, we're a, m- a month into the season. And I think people could realistically be thinking that if things continue to go this way, Connor Bedard actually could be a Vancouver connect come
1: June. I, I um, Yeah, I mean I I didn't think they were gonna be great this year. I thought that they might challenge for like challenge for a possible playoff spot, probably end up coming up short, finish middle of the pack again, finish with a top fourteen pick that doesn't really help anybody continue on in this like sort of monotony Mm -hmm. and and nothing would happen. Yeah, they're they're possibly playing for a Bedard pick this year, which is crazy. And and to your point, I'm on what you know teams like Ottawa are doing and what teams like New York are doing like New York has kept some vets around like some good vets obviously Mm -hmm. and I think Vancouver's in a situation where they can do that too but I don't know how as a Canucks fan when the commitment to this to the strip down to the teardown happens and you start seeing an influx of young developing exciting players that are giving you optimism for the future right. Mm -hmm. What is what is that right now for Vancouver? We're not we're not talking about what's the future look like for this young and up and coming roster. This roster is like in its prime right now. The future is now, mm. and it's not that great. No, it's not that great. So what what are we what are we truly are we so dedicated to this roster that we're not willing to move off of it at all,
0: as fans? And that's what it feels like. That's
1: what it feels like. Are 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 you ready for for some sort of change to, to feel good and excited about a, a youth movement in this team where it can develop and get better, whereas it feels like it's just stagnated right now? And what what's, we're what's, not excited about not that is big. is something magical going to happen in the next no. you know in no. the next three months with this roster where everybody is going to find their legs and be firing on all cylinders to max potential towards the end of the season i just don't i don't i don't feel it i don't think that way i i think there's guys on this roster that are vets that are still good and getting better absolutely Petterson hughes horvat i think miller is still operating uh you know point wise at, at a point per game pace and that's good you know paul Kolzen, gonna continue to get better i think you don't give up on a guy like 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 rathbone i think you don't give up on a guy like hoaglander because i think yeah, they're, they're still, they're struggling, but I think those are pieces that you can continue to use to augment your team moving forward. Or if you're going to go for a youth movement, let it serve right now and let those guys get better. I'm just not down with hanging my hat on, on Tyler Myers and Tanner Pearson. And thank you, Luke Shen for your years of service. But like, that's not what the future of this roster is. And Oliver Ekman Larson and the list goes on with these guys to be completely honest, but I think I think this franchise and all of their dedicated fans would be would be down for a youth movement like I, I think they really I think they really truly would and, and, a, and a complete rebuild but these fans are going to be down with the team no matter what right like that's what Vancouver fans oh, are that's why exactly. they're yeah that's why they're so stingy and strict on their teams right now like don't you dare talk shit about my team don't talk shit about my players these are my players yes, like, they do. Gonna, that's our job they're gonna feel that way when the new set of players come in right yeah. like I, I The only time I remember it being truly that bad was when it was like the Canucks were rolling out like fucking Brendan Convery and Harry York and those were bad rosters. Like they I wasn't so stoked about the, Those were Peter bad Dezzel. rosters, yeah. right? But I mean, they did that in order to get better for the future, right? And if it's not the future now and you're not going to develop your players, then you're at least you're, you're stalking your cupboards, right? Even now. I everything mean, you, you can get now, right i mean you got Mackey yeah. and a couple other good guys and some guys that might pop for sure but there's really not there's not an a level prospect that we're waiting for that's going to come save this franchise it's not going to be Mackey. it could be no. in could, could be. be a player of that elk Right? Who knows? I mean, if they're going to be in the the mix for the number one pick, I mean, it's very likely that they don't get it because that's how it works, right? Oh,
0: sure. The one time we get that guy, oh, we're not we thinking
1: did. about that stuff, right? We're,
0: you know what? I, there's hope because we got Kuzmenko. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we
0: we ha, we have seen we have seen the light. You're you're right though, and I was thinking too, if they trade, I mean, Beau Horvat is right now the big talk as Miller was last year, and. If they were to trade a guy like Bo, he's going to get, I mean, if you get a first and and maybe a prospect, or maybe you don't get any picks out of it, but you get good young talent. So you start cycling through the new guys. You trade one for two or one for three or whatever that looks like. You get a high end, you know, high end young player and two prospects, let's say Mm -hmm. you can start doing that. You can start cycling those guys in and starting to build that, that next wave. And that's okay. Thatcher Demko isn't winning. Like that was the other thing. This team was only going to go as far as Demko went and he's not having a great season. Spencer Martin's having a really good season, but this team will only go as far as Demko goes. And I think playoff chances are pretty, pretty slim if Demko isn't having a good season. Cause he has to play all world for this team to even be bubble worthy. Right. That to and even, it be, to it, it does suck. That's my point though. So if you and I as, as fans, as loyal fans see this and all the other podcasts that talk about these things or you know, the radio, mainstream media, if we're all seeing this and we're saying, hey, your team isn't good, your team isn't achieving the bare minimum of what even we were going to expect coming into this season, and we're just talking about this season specifically, let's be honest with ourselves. If this team isn't going anywhere... And you guys want to see a Stanley Cup or a Stanley Cup run. You have to put on your big boy pants as Alvin and Rutherford and even Aquilini and say, listen, I want to still see a Stanley Cup here. And I, I, I believe as as wacky as Aquilini is, he's still a fan, too. But he needs to understand, hey, if it means a coach or if it means a coach and players or whatever, There are opportunities after this season. This team is awful. There are little good things happening right now. There's little moral victories that we're watching along the way. There always will be. There's going to be moral victories along the line for a team that gets 30 wins in a season. Or, Or, sorry, like 20 wins in a season. 30 wins would be decent. You guys need to make a change. And we're okay with that. But we need to see it. You can't just keep saying, Well, it's gonna to be tough to do this. Guess what? Take a loss on something. Take a loss on maybe you're retaining salary on somebody. Maybe you're not getting the absolute most for JT Miller or or Bo Horvat or whatever. Like we think they're great. They're not the best players in the NHL. Not by a long shot. They're not in the top 10. So unless they are in the top 10, you can't expect to get top 10 type returns on these players. You're going to have to take a hit, just like we would in reality on a housing market. Guess what? I took a, a decent hit to move back to Clona. It took me 10 years to be where I'm, I'm comfortable again. That's reality. In sports, sometimes you have to give something up and maybe you're not going to get a massive haul on it. But it's something. You have to be okay at the very least with something. And I'm sure they're not going to get fleeced. They're going to get something of value because they don't want to ruin their reputation on the other side. Cause you may need that guy down the road. Just like we talk about in like fancy football and fancy sports. You need to start making moves on this team and you're going to take some L's, but at least take like an L 5. <laughs>
1: So they're cool gonna have to take, yeah, they're gonna have to take some L's because the contracts aren't gonna allow them to win these
0: tri- No, tri- You keep adding on to this and saying, Oh, we're gonna we can't do this or we can't do that. Well, you know what? You're gonna have to get creative and take a few L's because that's, that's how you, the game works.
1: That's why you go and you make a move for a guy like Stillman where you're retaining salary and Stillman doesn't even look like he's good enough to be in the NHL. Yeah. Like it's it's I mean, maybe he is, but he's not on a really bad team. Right. They I mean, take out. That's, why, that's why they're so like, that's why they don't want to move a guy like Bo, right? I mean, and I don't I want don't them want to. to move Bo either, but they might no. have to do that. But you don't want to move a guy like Bo because he's second in the NHL in scoring right now in goals. Then, then you, you trade just, him. And you just know for a fact that he's going to end up on a playoff team's roster and he's going to go out there and be a number two center and he's going to win them a series. And he's going to be the guy that you thought he should be for your furrier franchise, that he could have been for your franchise only if you'd surrounded with the players that you need to surround him to. Which you didn't do. Which you didn't do.
0: It's your own fault. It's your own fault. We can't we can't be upset with if a guy leaves. If Bo Horvat, let's say Bo goes on and has a run with I mean, that wouldn't happen like Pittsburgh or anything. New York. That's a pretty good run he can make there. And that's fine. You have to be okay with that. You can't just have FOMO and just, oh, well, we could have had this. You didn't. You didn't do anything with what you had. To,
1: you want to hang on to your good pieces. It's obvious, right? Of that course window's you do. closed. It's closing. It's closed, right? Just, it's, I don't know. This isn't know. the
0: scenes, Luongo, Kessler, BX, uh, Edler. Uh, who am I missing? When they had Aeroff, they had Sallow, they had Burroughs, they had Yannick Hansen, they had in Higgins. Like, they have all these guys. When they were at the absolute pinnacle, they make two moves and they go all the way. Even before that, they were always so close and I mean, they had a kryptonite in the Blackhawks. Right now they're their own kryptonite. But like I said, you got to you got to start taking taking some swings and you're going to take some L's. You're going to strike out on some stuff.
1: I'd have I'm to using... do a little bit of homework here I think and look at some other rosters, but it might have the worst collection of contracts in the NHL.
0: Like, we're celebrating that they were cap compliant at the beginning of the season, like a perfect cap compliancy with LTIR.
1: Like, and I'm not just talking about like bad contracts or like bad term or, or bad, you know, AAV or like I'm talking about like mismanaged contracts. I'm talking about only signing a guy like Pedersen to a short deal, like
0: because we had to. There,
1: I'm talking about like signing miller to a long deal like not signing a guy like horvat to a deal that you probably could have had him at right i mean oh oh my god and i'm not saying that i mean i'm not even 100 down that horvat was the guy that you should have tied your ship to i'm not saying even either where like i just think that they just maybe did not explore things as much as they possibly could have because it's they're in danger and i know that they're they've done some things right so that four years down the road or three years down the road this team is going to be in a better shape contract wise but they are in danger of doing some of the same missteps that the prior management group did
0: oh they're on the same track it just has a different name i mean it kind of has the same name there's still a gym in charge but (laughs) but it's 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 the same problems it's the same song and dance
1: it's the same it's the same poop different pile
0: It, it is be okay. Be okay with change. Honestly,
1: yeah, I think it's good for us. Fans, we deserve it. it. The fans will hate it at first, and then as soon as the new players come in, they'll rate be, be Then even if they're lovable losers, they'll be lovable losers.
0: I just it. It just defies logic the way this team is is rounding out. You know what? We're gonna do still we're still gonna do dudes and guys because I believe in this I do not I d I don't I don't even know what I'm saying. So I I believe in this team. We're gonna do dudes and guys. Let's let's roll the roll the music. Oh, just. I mean it's a good track. It's a good track. It's a good track. Um I'm gonna lead off with guys this week. I I really wanna go with tanner pearson but that just feels like low-hanging fruit i'm gonna go with um i'm gonna if i haven't already i'm gonna go thatcher demko that also may be low-lying fruit thatcher demko has just something's up we've talked about this before but something's up he just it's just it looks too easy for what's going on right now. Like it just seems like the easiest worst case scenario is happening for him right now. And he shook. And I don't know how he gets out of it because we're relying on Spencer Martin in these back-to-backs, at least salvage a win out of stuff. And it's not that it's Demko's fault. The guys in front of him aren't exactly helping out, but like the PK, they're getting scored on inside of 10 seconds games. They're getting scored inside of like a couple minutes. And they're already down and Demko doesn't, he, he's not stealing games. He's not, you know, he's not flirting with bubble Demko and that's, I mean, it's, he's never going to shake that funny name, but it'll be there when it, when we come to like the, the other worldly talks, but just cause he was so amazing. Mm-hmm. But right now, whatever's going on at Demko, like that whole team from top to bottom has something and that's the worst place for a guy to be a guy. Is in net because if he's a guy, that means I mean they're letting in enough goals, which likely means that they're losing and they're losing. So his statistics are not nice. He's got a oh, geez a four hundred one goals against his save percentage, eight seventy four. I mean Spencer Martin has a nine hundred save percentage. It's not good. He's one in seven the season. Demko, one in seven. You had two wins in there. And maybe we are having a different conversation. Maybe it's just... Probably not, wow, though. Probably <laughs> not, yeah. <laughs> who, am, who am I kidding? This is the Canucks. So, Demko is my. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> good call on that. Good pull. Uh, that's my guy. Who's who do, who do you got? Who do you got?
1: I don't think... I don't think I can pick just one guy. You can pick like two. I'm, I'm going point. back. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to take the Canucks as a whole in their, just no demko too in their no, defensive, well okay fine in their defensive zone coverage because just going through the even if you just if you just click on the highlight package of this montreal game we're talking about brutal tone turnovers specifically from a guy like rathbone who i have patience for because that's a guy that's developing but it's been very been very apparent the last little bit here that there's been some some glaring weaknesses when it comes to some of his decision making with the puck and, sure. and covering down low okay so so some some pretty brutal turnovers there and not just from him just from numerous guys on this roster jt miller brutal turnover up the gut to come back in and shake for a goal like just the canucks in their in a, as a whole in their defensive zone coverage and i think luke shen must just be rolling over in his grave right now this must be just absolutely killing him because it was bugging him at the start of the season it's gotten only worse mm-hmm. so my guy for this this week will be the team in defensive zone coverage.
0: A defensive, you know what? I'm glad you're bringing this stuff back. I'm glad you're bringing back off the board stuff. Thank you, thank you for bringing some normalcy to the show, if if that's even normal. Um, and I'm gonna let you loop right back in. Who has impressed you? What what has impressed you? I have a sneeze. Uh, that's like sitting right here, so I might I'll sneeze. Get it. So I Yeah. Want... So if it comes. That's a freebie. Uh, you don't have to pay for it.
1: Ilya Mikheyev has impressed me. The last okay. Time. Yeah, I think um, the ice time is not crazy, mm-hmm. but he's still he's still been a staple. I think defensively, he's been good. Uh, one of the few players that you sort of trust when he has the puck on his stick. He's he's got that like we always joke around like the only guy you never worried about was Artem Chubarov. Yeah. Like, he's, he's got like a mm-hmm. little bit of that. He may never score, but he's never getting scored on. Uh, except he is scoring now, right? I mean, he he, you can you're starting to see the wheels, right? I mean, he's he's hard on a he's hard on a forecheck. He's burning guys wide a little bit. He had that beauty goal where he broke in wide on the defender and then cut to the net. Um, we're looking at like what eight eight points in eleven games, so he's keeping his end of the bargain up in terms of what he's being paid. I I, I always thought that that he was probably hovering at a bit of a higher point per game pace than I think that he was probably able to be at in the long term and so far he's proving me wrong he's 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 clipping on at a better point per game pace than he was when his time was in toronto too so he's getting a little bit more ice time he's using his wheels to the fullest extent he's a bigger body out there which i think the canucks need and he's just so fast i, I was gonna I say
0: speed has been nice
1: yeah i just think you have all kinds of patience for a guy like that it's nice when you can go play a team like edmonton and you can match him up with a guy like McKay if you can keep up with mcdavid yeah, as a, as a defensive cover on him. You get to get a bit of a shadow, right? So he's, I mean, for all the losses, and I know it's tough to find some some positivity on what's going on with individual players' skill set. Hoglander came to mind. Um, but yeah, Mikheyev has impressed me the last little bit here. So I'm really liking his game.
0: I am going to go... The Kuzmenko one feels really easy. Hmm. So does Bochor <laughs> that. You know what? I'm not going to do Bochor. I am going to do Kuzmenko. He has been everything we've hoped that the Kozmenko lead up the, you know, all the interviews, all the rumors. He has been absolutely everything we've wanted in this player. And he's fun. He's funny. He's fun.
1: Yeah. His personality.
0: I, as bad as this team has been, he's fun. And he's scoring goals. He has a hat trick very early in his NHL career, and he's making it look easy. He's, he's having struggles like anybody else would. His little backdoor tap-ins, his, his shot is amazing. They're relying on him on the power play to be a difference maker. That's a lot of weight. And again, I know he's an older player. I get that. But that's a lot of weight to put on a guy that is still learning English a lot, a guy that is in a completely different scenario than he was a year ago. And on a team that is struggling, but he's getting opportunity and he's making more than enough with the opportunity that he's been given. So of anybody, you talk about the next wave of what should be there. I mean, geez, I mean, wouldn't it be something if he was, let's say, three years down the road? What if he was our captain?
1: <laughs> who I mean, knows? Yeah, hey, it, you never know, right? Who knows? I would so, be shocked, but hey, weirder things have happened.
0: The, it's weird things have I mean geez they put a c on Roberto so <coughs> anything's possible i I've loved Comeko he's yeah, a lot of fun so to watch cool. it's 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 tough to watch this team as a whole because it is an absolute chore and I find that it's sure nice that I'm not with Canuck's army anymore because doing game previews for this team I've done it once actually I've did it twice the last couple of years before I left. And it was so, so hard to come up with something to talk about because it was the same thing every game. And I think now it's there are there are flashes in there, but man, it's you get so shadowed over all the bad stuff. You do forget there are good things happening. Like Quinn Hughes, Quinn Hughes still, in my opinion, he's had a couple gaffes, but he still looks like he holds the line, he does his little his over a point per game. He's so, like, there are still good things here. I do believe. Yeah. I believe I think, in the team. I just, they still need changes.
1: I think part of the problem is that I think everybody, to a man, had higher expectations than they did last year. And it's and it's a worse team than they were last year.
0: And the problem was it was unrealistic. There weren't any reasons to believe that this team should be, if you left it all the same, a, a wholesale change better there needed to be something that happened and it didn't so are they bringing you food are you getting food delivered to you
1: they they're running they're rummaging around in the kitchen
0: that's that's cool um you guys want to hear a funny story before we head out here so my youngest she's 9 she's a bit of an attention seeker second child that's a given and she's had some nosebleeds this past week so and it was a consistent thing where, we you know, trying to get her more iron and this and that, you know, kind of concerned came home one day today. I get a text, Getting my haircut. looks great. I know I get a text from my wife.
1: I was going to say, looks good.
0: And I uh, appreciate that. Thank you. And she says, I couldn't figure out why Kinsey's nose blood is such a weird pink color all the time. And then she shows me this picture. She goes, I found this in her bathroom. It's all over. She'll be cleaning it up. And I said, what? She's been faking her nosebleeds. A couple of them anyway. I just sent you a text <laughs> if you've got your phone here. So she had a couple legit ones. And then she's now in the attention-seeking mode. And she staged, and I, like, I'm talking not just what you see there, so there's fake there's we just had Halloween a couple of weeks ago obviously. So there's fake blood, which is like the funniest thing to read when you're hearing about it like wow, how original. And then there's acrylic red paint. And then apparently my other daughter Addison was saying she was mixing in and I like I just don't want to laugh completely here. She was mixing in conditioner to make it more like I'm I'm dead serious.
1: She's 9. She's going to be like a makeup effects artist or something like that. My kids, my kids have done similar things, like make the like the fake cuts and stuff. Like, like oh, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. I'm so bad. And then, like, it's, like, I but got you.
0: No, no, no. She's been playing this up like it's been a legit thing. So, like, she's had, like, a stain on her lip. And, like, wow. Like, I don't think blood stains like that. Even if you're wiping it off, like, you wouldn't have <laughs> that big of a rash. So, we've been trying to figure this out. And, I mean, as parents, we're worried, obviously, as you would be, too. And then I get this thing and I look, I'm like, Oh man, the house of cards is about to fall. (laughs) So she's ruined a few of our towels. So we're like, listen, you're paying for new towels for us. So all of that earned money from the summertime is going towards some new towels. So, Oh man, it's pretty funny stuff. So parents out there, it's, it doesn't get easier. I've been told and clearly so. But it's it is a good time. These are the stories that you live for. So I'm just I'm happy she's that clever. Cause I think there's a future for her there. I mean, absolute chronic liar about some things, but yeah. Oh, you went you went mute. You went mute on me. You're still mute. Ted's decided that his microphone now doesn't work for some reason. Um, hopefully he gets it so he can have some final words if if he wants to say something um that's pretty much it for us folks Ted, i do hope you come back at some point um that is <laughs> if you're watching the video he's he's beside himself he's confused it's good so I, I i think that's pretty much what we're gonna have to call it this has been the PP one podcast on the dean blendell network presented with move health and wellness uh i don't know i don't know man <laughs> It is what it is. It was such a good story. You're speechless to the point your microphone's like, I'm checking out too. Uh, You can catch us obviously on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. We don't have a TikTok because I don't understand it. I don't think Ted does either. I just don't have time for it. Um, Enjoy your long weekend. Hopefully you get one. I may be putting up Christmas lights. I really don't want to do that. I'm also thankful that I blew up my sprinklers because this dump of snow in Kelowna sucks. So... On behalf of uh, Charlie Chaplin, Charlie, yeah, my screenwriter, Ted Wong, I'm Ryan Hank with an amazing new haircut. People on podcast. Peace out. Hey guys, it's Dean Blundell here Check out my show Monday through Friday at DeanBlundell.com We stream live daily at 3pm Eastern Time on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube I'm joined by Lachlan Cross and a collection of guests to discuss tough topics Mainstream media doesn't want to touch And if you can't join us live, just download the podcast on your time We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at DeanBlundell.com